Mm. So, oh, excuse me. Oh, gonna have to edit that bit out. How much of me? Welcome to the Handbag Punk podcast. I am your non-binary host, Jamie Jamal, and singer in electronic duo Flux. I'm Sam Vince, and I'm a non-binary, glittery... I don't know what I am, Jamie. And I often say, it's not about what you do, it's about who you are. Let's just put it as that. I'm a glitterati, fabulous person. Exactly, exactly. Can't have any old scrubber, can we? Try not to. You know, time's <laughs> getting hard. Well, <laughs> we're back, aren't we? Oh my God, the first two episodes seemed to go down well, didn't they, love? They did, my darling, they did. Um, very good feedback about how we seem to flow of our conversation, and it was it was sort of quite down to earth, chitter-chatter. How about you? Um, yes, I got some very positive feedback from all different sources. Um, from some friends to to family, I had people asking me when is part two out, and I'm like, it already is. <laughs> that they just missed it. Um, I had some really nice comments. I can't think of any offhand. I probably should have written some down. Right. Well, I had. I was going to start off by asking you a question. I think this could become a little feature of how we start this handbag punk show, darling. Oh, and I like slash a little podcast slash podcast show mm. slash podcast i never know whether to call it a show when i'm saying the handbag punk uh, the handbag punk show or the handbag punk podcast or the handbag punk punk podcast i know but it just gets so confusing doesn't it i am not really settled does. on because when you say the handbag punk show podcast to me that sounds a bit odd it's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah. So the Handbag Punk Show or the Handbag Punk Podcast. What do listeners think? Are we a sh- Yeah, that's a good idea. What do you think, dear listeners? Are we a show yet? I mean, we... I suppose we're a podcast at the moment, but we plan to turn it into a show or we're going to experiment maybe, aren't we? Mm. So maybe it's both. We are non-binaries after all. Maybe we Maybe shouldn't we, name we don't, ourselves. We don't need to decide, do we? I don't think we do. I think we can be whatever we want to be, show or podcast or show podcast. I think we are whoever we want to be, and we do that very well, darling. So have you been, to quote the Mel and Kim song, have you been getting fresh at the weekend? When you say fresh, I've washed my sheets. Oh, I, I suppose we must explain to the listeners that we are recording this on Saturday, the 10th of uh, April. One has was- washed one's sheets and dusted the skirtings. Can you tell I've got no life? 
Um, and um, so my room's looking spick and span. Well, I can and I see to... Sam and I can see a rainbow above your head, darling. Oh, that's my Corona rainbow. So I have a friend Does, is who it lives Ill? in Brighton. Is it sick? <laughs> <laughs> so I have a friend that lives in Brighton and he um, has a neighbour called Tilly who makes knocks those out. Oh. These um, rainbow knitted things that oh, hang on knitted. to. Mm. It's a knitted rainbow. It's, it was during the first lockdown, lockdown one. Oh, God, zero. I get it, love. Oh, my God. Um, and he sent it to me then. And it was all about the rainbow, wasn't it? The NHS sort of crap the carers. Frankly, they stole our thunder, didn't they? The bitches. Oh, they did. They did. We used to be the so rainbow, I didn't we? We still are, darling. And now we just represent clapping and coronavirus <laughs> death. <Yeah>. Well, hopefully <laughs> that will change. Sorry, am I, am I a bit doom and gloom? <laughs> no, it was sweet, thoughts, darling. I mean, I must say, I thought it was really sweet walking to work and in that horrible time, um, mm. especially, you know, everything was so um, sparse and seeing those little rainbows of hope in people's windows clearly done by children well most of them were um i thought it was quite nice yeah you could tell the ones that were done by adults couldn't you (laughs) 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 just saying (laughs) no i i don't mean to knock the whole rainbow thing i thought it was a lovely way to you know solidarity and all of Mm. that is that the right word solidarity for a pandemic yeah i think so i think so yeah. In lockdown 1.0, I, there's, <laughs> there's an old butcher's bike here, and I, because I've recently moved to Bristol at that point. Yeah. Did you I, say I t- butcher's bike or bitch's bike? I would say butcher's bike. Okay, and what does that mean? Did, does that mean there was so bits one, of meat, meat hanging off of it? Like what, like <laughs> Lady Gaga's meat dress? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the bikes where you, that handlebar, handlebars are high? got a little bell and it's got a little basket on the front. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm imagining Toto now. Yes, a little bit like that. From the Wizard of a Wizard? wizard of yes. <laughs> yes. So I, I felt like... Um, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. I felt like Lady Gaga. Did getting you? on this bike. What? Or E.T.? No, I didn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing you off scent. We are going into the wormhole here. Anyway, I, I got on this bike yes. and I flew out of my house and explored Bristol with this. Bearing in mind, this bike brakes were very, very poor. By the by, I still managed to go around all the different areas like Bedminster, Brackets, Bedmo, all the other lovely areas of Bristol. Um, and it was really good to sort of stitch it all together. So, and there's no cars on the road. So I thought it was absolutely fabulous. So you explored Bristol in quite a unique time really didn't you because you were yeah, able to on a BB yeah you were able to see what Bristol was like without any people on the streets really mm. Mm. so um what what, was, quite... what sort of areas do you remember jumping out to you that you I climbed upon this old rust bucket wreck yeah and explored Bedminster and Redcliffe sort of in the train station and then over towards St Paul's which I really like the architecture, sort of very Georgian, I like all the squares, and up towards States Croft, which I love. Oh, my place. Um, my, that's my, this is my hood. 
And that's the key for you, darling. To talk oh, about it's a cue. Oh, very good of you. I, I didn't get that. I was, I was enjoying oh. your story. I was so enjoying your exploits that, um, yeah, so I live in Stokescroft. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but um, it's usually the sort of creative hub of Bristol. Lots of artists, lots of creatives seem to live here. Obviously, lots of Banksy. There's a brand new one that went up. Um, that's amazing. I took a picture of it as with the artist putting it up. I think he was called Mr. Sens, C-E-N-Z. And if you look on my Instagram page, at Mr. Jamie Jamal, you will see it. And it's um, off the moment that uh, when George Floyd sadly died, and then they tore down the statue in Bristol, a girl Colson called statue. Jen, Colson statue, yeah, Je, a girl called Jen got up, uh, didn't she, and did a speech. I forget her surname. Mm. Um, she's linked in anyway on, my, on that picture if you want to look. And then somebody did a statue of her. I think it was the same artist, maybe. I'm um, not entirely sure, so don't quote me on that. So they did a statue, and it, it wasn't up there for long, and they soon put it down. Apparently, it's going to go into the museum with the Colston, with the battered-up old Colston statue. Anyway, the artwork in Stokescroft that's just gone up is of that moment with her with her hand in the air, and it says, uh, Bristol is a city for everyone. And I thought that was really cool because that's pretty much how i it's really cool yeah jamie (laughs) shall we um should we play a song oh my god i forgot about music i do i have one it's bit i've been playing all week and it's by the gay lads and it's called joy in the morning and it's such a great song it's really wonderful it's like 70s reggae i've never heard of it um I can. Oh, it's fabulous. I could have many a joy in the morning with uh, some of those boys or men. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All legal. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, hang on. Before we play it, how did you discover this? So, um, my birthday was a few weeks ago. Ah. And um, I had um, organised with my housemates to live in a shared house. Um, afternoon tea or high tea whatever you want to call it and I embarked on making scones not scones scones um lemon drizzle cake and Victoria sponge you sent um, me some through the post or via somebody no it wasn't via, the post, yeah. was it? silly me DHL yes DHL, you, you sent your you sent your PA to to meet me <laughs> and I, I tried did, some I of that did. cake it's very nice too dear good good and um so I embarked on making all these cakes and my housemate Vanessa uh, introduced me to this playlist, and the Gay Lads' "Joy in the Morning" was on that. And well, I think we should really, hear it. Really fun, a really nice song. So that's my recommendation to listen okay. to on the podcast. We will. We shall play the Gay Lads, and are, are they? Are, you know, I, I, first time I'm hearing about them. Are they? Are they young? Are they? They were. No, I think one of them's recently died, actually. Oh, they've been um, going around a, a while then. 60s, 70s. Oh, um, so they so they're quite an older, an older oh, band. An old group. Even yeah. more interesting. I know. They're fabulous. They're a fabulous well, band. But... Well, let's hear this then. So introduce this the, the song and the name. So this is The Gay Lads and Joy in the Morning.
about the music you know we had some songs written down didn't we did we we did no we don't no we didn't write new songs down but i thought well we just go organic shall we the songs let's i think it's the best way to do it orgasmo yeah let's go orgasmo people may have seen on social media that i posted up about your birthday and so you, you had a birthday didn't you sam do you want to I tell did. us about that i had a 38th birthday and oh my god i can't believe i'm nearly 40 anyway it doesn't matter and I decided I'd want afternoon tea, as I said pre before the song. And you I live in a to... shared house, don't you? With I do. Legal, I do. All legal. All legal. So it's me and my housemates. Um, I went to supermarket, bought loads of stuff, got champagne, um, decorated the conservatory. Yes, we have a conservatory. 
Um, and um, yeah, put lights up, record player on, um, cakes, tears, sandwiches, cucumber sandwiches, and um, all that sort of stuff. And uh, my housemates all poshed up, and I dressed up as a bearded Diana Dawes. I which did was see a, that photo. It was rather good. You see it on, on my um, you Instagram. It. What's your Instagram? I did. So my Instagram handle is um, Sammy Vincenzo. Uh, and you'll see a picture of me in the street in where I live, in the Crescent. And I'm wearing a blue dress. But her dress does look a bit conservative party, doesn't it? Like I'm sort of channeling a conservative party um, vibe. I'm not. It does. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought of it until you said that. But now you come to mention it, yes. Mm. But it's, I love this dress. It's got a beautiful slit up the side. Um, and I'm sure you'd forget literally. all about the Conservative Party the minute you'd see the slit. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so you're saved by the slit. <laughs> saved by the slit. So I adorned the wig that I wore in the handbag punk uh, video. Yeah. I couldn't think then. I've had one glass of wine. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that it was it was really a really lovely day. Um, put on a you know signature red lip and a little flick on the eye. And um, yeah, it was it was really really fun. Well, from the pictures um, you shared with me, you looked really great. I must say, it looked like you were having much more fun than the previous birthday, which which was just a few days into lockdown, wasn't oh, it? Lockdown horrendous. one point zero. Oh my god! Does that mm. make me cool now? If I go lockdown <laughs> zero one zero. <laughs> one zero. Yeah, exactly. I was determined to make this birthday fun. So uh, yeah, I, I think you achieved it from what I saw and what you told me. Yeah, yeah. So it was really good. So we quickly cleared the table and it turned into a bit of a dance floor. So had a bit of a disco as well. So well, that was really you know, fun. you call because I'm very familiar with that room that you're on about the conservatory, mm. and I've never called it the conservatory. I call it the disco room. So it's funny you should mention that. Mm. <laughs> Richard and I, Richard from Flux, we call it the disco room because when we have parties, you know when we could have parties, um, Richard would, Richard and I would do the music, mainly Richard, and sometimes I would take over and DJ for a bit so that he could enjoy some of the evening. So we, and Richard mm. turns up with all his, you know, lights and lasers and smoke machine. Smoke and machine. It, it's incredible. Brilliant. Uh, and it doesn't look like a conservatory by the time we finish with it. <laughs> no, no, exactly. It was, anyway, it was really fun. So loads of lights went up. I had lots of fun, lots of dancing. Um, yeah. So I was very, very happy with how the night went. Um, so I had a great birthday. Birthday was a hoot. I was going to ask you, Sam, have you been mm -hmm. on those scooters? Have you seen them around Bristol? I don't know what they're called, but they're, they're just whizzing by the whole time. Well, it's funny you say that. Um, so um, a friend and I on Thursday last week um, decided to impromptuly... Is that a word, impromptuly? Anyway, you know what I mean. It is it now. It is now. <laughs> Stick it in that urban dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Straight in there. Um, anyway, we, so um, myself and a friend uh, got saw two of these just parked to the side on the pavement, and we were like, oh, should we get one a couple of those and go around Bristol? So you do you have to have a licence? You have to have a driving licence. Okay. And, because um, I, the reason I ask is because my mum said she would like me it was her birthday last month and she said she would like me to take her on one of those scooters i was like well i'm i'm not we're not going to go twos up you know you can have your own <laughs> that look a bit silly wouldn't it 
so it's really funny because not not every city has got these scooters. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So they're just. I think they are. Maybe they are in Manchester or Liverpool. Replaced, I don't know. Have they replaced the old Boris bikes? They have. They have. Boris is off. And what do they want on form. battery? Um, yeah, they do run on battery. Yeah, but they've girl, got quite girl, a... girl power. Girl power. <laughs> Um, yeah, they do. They do go quite far, and they last quite a long time. They go but they're really fast. Oh uh, yeah, they go fine. really fast. Yeah, I had my I had my um, LGBT bag on the back of my shoulder. It was, was splashing down the road, darling. I looked very glamorous on a little scooter. So um, yeah, no, it was. Re- I really recommend them. They're really good fun. I'll really tell you what, fun. I'd love to dress up in stillies and a nice, you know, me and you dressed up like. Um, like dogs' dinners, floating around the with city a, on those things. <laughs> with, with, a, with a ghetto blaster. Yeah. <laughs> can you say ghetto blaster? I think you can. I don't, can you? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't That's know what straight from the nineties, isn't it? Straight from the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I would love. It. I love. It. I used to have a ghetto blaster. Did you have one? Yeah. Oh, loved it. I mean, I I'm roller skates. Um, Walkman, you know, with the orange mm. little things. Oh um, God, yeah, Walkmans. Vinyl. Well, I I started off with vinyl, and then that's come back round now. That's how old I am, dear. <laughs> you can't carry that in your fanny pack, though, can you? Really? No, it's, it's mm. hard to stick them anywhere, isn't it? Really, can't even wear really? them as earrings. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you and I dressed up like a like a dog's dinner on those things would be my idea of a perfect night out it would be saturday night maybe it's gonna it's gonna have to happen seeing you do know that don't you maybe yeah. we'll video it darling oh i think we should we should treat the handbag punk uh listeners to that yeah maybe we do a I little special so. a little scoot yeah. around the city special <laughs> i think so scooting for bristol <laughs> <laughs> That would be great. That'd be great. Really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. we're, so we're recording this on Saturday, and on Monday, the twelfth of April, the, you can now go in a pub garden. So by the time this comes out on Wednesday, the fifteenth, um, we would have been in. Hopefully, visited some pub gardens. Um, mm. Do you plan to do any of that business, Mister Sam? Do you know what? Mr. Sam Vince um, hasn't really thought about it okay. until today. Until I just mentioned um, it. <laughs> until you just mentioned it. Now you're very um, thirsty. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, I want. You got a froth on. <laughs> I, want a gl- I want a glass leap from Milch. A glass ah. leap from Milch or a glass Ooh, of hot. What about Blue Nun? <laughs> blue Nun. <laughs> if I'm really, really pushing the boat out, Black Tower. Oh. Well, I simply know all this isn't true because I've been to restaurants with you, some of the finest <laughs> restaurants where you've said, oh, a glass of champagne, please. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going out for a glass of champagne, aren't we? When the we are. restaurants open fully inside. We're booked in, aren't we? We're booked in. To said posh place and going on a little mm. train journey to it, to um, Glamorous Bath. Bath. Mm. How do you say it? I say Bath because bath. I have a... Your sort of Sussex the Hampshire accent. You're slightly posher sounding than I. I, I say bath and I spell it B-A-F-F. 
<laughs> and I say bar, and I spell it B-A-T-H. But why does why does I just don't put an R in it? So it's just kind of weird. Why do I say bar? It should it should be bath, shouldn't it? It sounds nicer. I like listening to you speak because it it just sounds nicer. I'm mean, like when I hear myself back, I just sound so common. And sometimes I, <laughs> I put it on, but but am I putting it on because I obviously I'm a Bristolian. It's a very thick mm. set accent. Um, but then over the years, I tried to soften it and get rid of it because I was very embarrassed about my Bristol accent, especially when you watch the local news and you hear you know people talking. Think, oh God, I don't sound like that, do I? And yes, you do, frankly, because I used to record videos in the 90s. So I, I saw myself visually and heard myself. So I was able mm. to study myself, you know, and still trying to find myself fascinating in the 90s. Um, mm, mm. So are you thinking about going out next week? Yes, apart from I would love to go out on Monday and be dead hanging on Tuesday. However, I'm at work. I do long day sleep-ins. Um, so it's not possible. I'm already booked in. So there's going to be no fun drinking gardens for me on Monday. So I hope it completely lashes down with rain. Or I hope it did. Because by the time this is out, we will know for sure. So I mm. hope there's thunder, lightning, gale force winds. And then I shall be at work. Very happy that nobody's posting up lovely pictures of themselves having fun yes exactly. that, i'm sorry to rain on everybody's parade but that's just the way i feel <laughs> <laughs> bitter darling bitter. bitter however tuesday i hope it's glorious sunshine and then i'm hoping to go to a pub after work maybe that sounds great. i finish work at 11 a.m on tuesday i'd be quite happy to go straight from work to a pub garden and have a few pints two weather spoons don't they do morning Oh, no, we don't have that in Henley's, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Weatherspoons. That's more South Bristol, I think. <laughs> and how's it going with... I mean, how's it going to work with the toilets? I just don't know enough information about it. Is there going to be an old portaloo in the garden that you have to put your hand up when you want to go? I don't know. But you can get those things, can't you? You can get camping called Travel Johns. Ooh, and you can, have a, you can have a little tinkle in a little packet and then it solidifies they're a marvel i have used them are you saying that we're we, the new world now this brand new world we're all living in we should be sat around tables with our travel jobs <laughs> <laughs> flopping the old dinkle out for a how are, how are ladies oh. going to do it though i don't know who is travel maybe is it travel janets or something like that i don't know <laughs> how are they gonna mm. that's gonna be interesting isn't it mm. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps the way forward is for everyone to just be catheterized on upon entrance, and then you can just drink as much as you want, and then they come round and when they deliver your pint, they empty your catheter. So you could just sit but, there and pour it in one end; it comes out the other. <laughs> Lovely afternoon out. <laughs> but don't you think? Don't you think that urge uh, is so great for people to go go to a boozer? That they won't really care about that. It's a bit like when you were young, you know, when I was younger, I probably still do it now. I've put all the planning in of getting somewhere and I didn't even think about getting home. You know, it could be miles away. I just didn't even talk, think about it. It's, it's always the way, isn't it, where you plan, you're very careful, like, you know, booking a table, having make sure you get some few drinks in, do all that little legwork. And like when you're there, or when you want to go home or when you need a wee or whatever it is, yeah, don't worry about it, fuck it. <laughs> you, you're drunk by then. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't mm. think I particularly change too much when I drink. I definitely get a little bit louder and more animated, but I, I don't change drastically. I don't, well, at least I don't think I do. I just get more me, a bit more concentrated version of myself, I think. Yeah, you definitely get way more confident and mm. um, love you, you. You don't turn Larry, you turn lovely, actually. I'm not saying yeah. you're not normally lovely, but you turn <laughs> you turn like you're just very interested in people, asking people questions, mm. work in the room, darling. And yeah, that, that's what I've seen of you anyway. And, and mm. often giving people compliments about oh, I love that. which is nice. Expect- you cheer people up, I think. Yeah, and we spoke about that last time, didn't we? And how I, I love to sort of compliment people on their look, and if they're a nice person, I like to. Yeah, do that. I think we did. Yeah, mm. but it's true, you do, and I think that's mm. great. I think more mm. more people should. Thank you, darling. That's uh, very kind. I've been watching some old episodes of EastEnders. Have you seen any of those? I think it's on the Drama Channel. Is it classic EastEnders? Dead right. It's classic EastEnders. Yeah. Yeah. Peggy's not long in, been in it. Uh, Grant and Phil. And Tiffany, she's in it. And okay. Bianca. Rekai! Mm. Bianca. Have you been watching them? Uh, I have I have dipped in. And yeah. I've watched some of those. Um, I think they're much better than the, the sort of recent stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, much more fun. Um, and you know, Peggy and Pat Butcher to watch, well, Pat Evans in the mid 90s, I think she was. Oh, yeah, Pat Evans now. Mm. Uh, actually, they just the, the episode the other day, they just had uh, New Year 97, so Lovely. it's just just 1997 they're coming into. So, mm. uh, Lady Die's not dead yet. Oh, wonderful. But why I like them is it's a bit of escapism, really. I mean, my partner, Michael hogs the telly most of the time anyway i have to sit in here doing music or you know i don't have to, i don't have to but the, his choices are not um shall we say my choices i just sort of glaze over <laughs> so june brown's you know doc cotton oh i love she's her been in, well she's been in it since the start isn't she since 85 whatever yeah, it is yeah but not, I, the, I, not the very start but she came in she did come in not long after, yeah. Quite early. She wasn't was in those early. earlier eps, but yeah. And I know that because I watched it from the start. Well, so when, I, when I lived um, in Brighton, I was in this choir called the Gay Men's Chorus. Yeah. And I, I performed with June Brown. No On way. stage. Yeah. Oh, wow. So in you've the, met her? Yeah, I performed in the um, Corn Exchange, which is next to the Pavilion in Brighton, oh. where ABBA won the Eurovision Song Contest oh, in 1974. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. It's got a dome, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, the dome, yeah. Okay. Um, it's, I think it is called the dome, actually. Right. I think I performed it at the dome, and yeah, that was it. Right. I'm losing my mind. Now I'm not living in Brighton anymore. I just, it's all disappearing, the, the landmarks and buildings and everything, <laughs> venues. Um, yes, yeah, so I performed with June Brown. Did you get to speak and, to her? Uh, yes, she's as mad as a box of frogs. Crazy. Yeah. Um, she she kind of did what she wanted to do, but she's really nice. Really, she's, really nice. Really nice singing person. with you, then? Singing with us, she's just doing this, I say singing, it was more just perusing around the stage and just having a lovely time. I think you just get to an age where you don't really care and she's just, she just enjoyed herself, flancing about. But June apparently often got her 
um, plays for, for the part of Doc Cotton from charity shops in St James's Street in Brighton, which is interesting. So um, sometimes I would see her in the, you know, shopping for these outfits for Doc Cotton, which is really, really fun to see. And was so, she quite um, approachable then, if you, if you said hello yeah, to her? Yeah, yeah, really approachable, really, really nice. So a really nice person. Um, yeah. And quite, an incredible quite. actress, I mean. Brilliant. She can reduce me to tears with mm. just, you know, how she portrays Dot. Yeah, but she's um, she's in her 90s now, isn't she? About 93, 94, I think. Yeah. Isn't she mm. a faith healer or something? I'm Don't sure know. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the um, Graham Norton show when she was on there with mm. Lady Gaga? Mm. Oh, amazing. It was it's just comedy gold, isn't it? You could see that Lady Gaga was in awe of June Brown, you know, and <laughs> June was just being June. And, uh, yeah, amazing. Shall yeah, we I, talk about music? Yes. Hold that thought. Shall we play a Lady Gaga song? Oh, gosh, that's controversial. Mm. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with Gaga, there's some other stuff I really like. What what kind of song would you put forward? I quite like um, Art Pop. Oh, yeah. Which was on her album that flopped. I actually really like it. Um, or what else do I like? I like um, Paparazzi. I know that's quite an old one now. All of them are quite old, but I've just said. But, yeah, I do, I do like Gaga. I like the album she did... And the song about her, is it her aunt or grandma or something? Joanne. Yeah. That's quite a good song. I, I like the one on that album that she did a duet with Florence and the Machine. Mm. I love that one. That, and um, Florence has got such an interesting voice for me. Yeah, there's so many different... I'm, I do recognise her brilliance, but there's something about her that just doesn't completely click with me mm. I don't know I think she's a great performer and a, with an um, amazing voice do you know what I mean or is it just me yeah no I, I know exactly what you mean I don't think maybe she's when she did those amazing outfits I think I found I found her very difficult to connect with yeah. I think she's too far too far removed yeah I did um, love all the madness of that I must admit all the drama around it but, but I know I, I know her, what you mean. Yeah, I saw her live. Oh, you have? Time. Yes, in 2008, I saw her at Brixton Academy in London. Okay. And she was amazing. Re her voice is incredible. Yeah. Really, it's, really it good. It sounds very strong. And she is an artist, whether you yeah. like her or not. I think she is an artist. Oh, no, I, I mean, we don't, like have, we don't have to play a Gaga song, but we could. Um, Would you compromise on a Florence the Machine song instead? Or don't you like her? Or um, maybe we play the duet. Maybe we play the duet. Then we get both of them. We get two yeah, for the let's... price of one. Do Why you know that duet? That? Yeah, I do, yeah. Ah, yeah, I do know okay. Mm. I think it's... Well, why, don't you, why don't you introduce it then, darling? Because I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> so this next song is... a. Uh, um, from our conversation, we've decided on a compromise because we can't have an arm wrestle. Um, so this is Lady Gaga and Florence Welsh, I do believe, from Florence the Machine, only we don't know what the song's called. 
sometimes I go too far Hey girl, it ain't easy I know it's pulling me apart But darling, don't you leave me Baby, don't you leave from me Hey girl, hey girl We can make it easy if we lift each other Hey girl, hey girl We don't need to keep on one another Hey girl, hey girl Hey girl, hey girl If you lose your way because I'm very, um, I've got mixed feelings about this. Today is the, na the Grand National and I put a bet on and I haven't put a bet on for a few years because I felt a bit guilty. It, it was something that we, family tradition, we always used to put bets on. I put bets on, I've been to racehorses, 
not not loads, but uh, something I love. My auntie is very into horses, has horses, and uh, had a used to go on horses when I was younger. Wouldn't call myself a you know a rider or anything like that. Just um, mm. and then obviously I don't know five years ago or so, it it became you couldn't really. Yeah, suddenly all those people got to me that kept saying, oh, it's cruel, it's this, that, and the other, and I'm, I agreed with them. I thought, yeah, it is really cruel, actually. Horses die and all for money. And But then these are people's jobs as well, aren't they? I mean, it's a skill, and horses clearly do love to run. I do agree that the fences seem too high at one point. I'm, I think they've capped those now. I'm not sure. But uh, what was interesting, I thought, whether you, you agree or not, I'll, I'll get your take on it in a minute, because... I, I, I can see both sides. Um, today, for the first time, a female one. And literally, she, it was about half an hour before we started this podcast that she won. And they interviewed her. She was still on the horse at this point, I think. And they asked her, what it, what, how does it feel to be the first female to win? And she gave a very interesting answer, which is why I wanted to bring this up. And she said... Um, I actually don't feel male or female right now. And I thought that was a really interesting thing to say. I think she's called, um, oh, I wrote it down, hang on. She's called Rachel Blackmore. And um, yeah, I thought that was a really interesting answer. What do you think of that? Uh, I I think that is an interesting answer because it's not about um, if you're male or female or not when you win a race, is it? I don't think so. I think I don't, I don't think it is, but obviously, it's in the mainstream. It's a big deal. They're so gender obsessed, aren't they? Yeah, uh, they are. Know, and and it'll be all over the papers and all over the oh, female one, female, you know. And then there'll be people who think, oh, I don't think females should be, you know, rah rah rah. Mm. It was great that female one and all that, but I thought what was most fascinating to me was her answer. It yeah. Well, hopefully that had hopefully that had impact. Yeah. Um, on the media. Well, it, it um, certainly did on me. Mm, but then I'm exactly. tuned into that, aren't I? Yeah. How do yeah, you stand um, with the whole? Do you agree with horse racing, Grand Nationals, that kind of thing? I there's been a long history and long tradition of horse racing, and you know, you said that even you, you said yourself that you know when you were younger, you'd always yeah. take bets and everything, and it's been going on for years and years and years, yeah. decades, decades, hundreds of years. Um, I don't agree with it. I think horses get absolutely exhausted. I don't think they really enjoy having a human being on their backs yeah. um, and jumping over hurdles, etc. no matter how high they are. Um, yeah. it's, it's, not a, it's not a sport that I would enjoy watching. Yeah. Anything that involves, even things like greyhound racing and stuff like that, I just sort of... Oh my God, I used to work at the, the, the dogs in Bristol, the greyhound. The dogs, It's, it's yeah. now Ikea. I used to work at the bar. At the, the the greyhound racing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really agree agree with it. I think yeah. you shouldn't really be ra- racing horses and oh, and dogs. Um, and not, the, that, and not that we, not that we get in the back of dogs and race dogs, but you know what I mean. It's um, yeah. all of those sort of sports. And just for the listener, actually, Sam didn't know what I was going to ask him. I wanted this as a secret question because I I like some genuine reactions, and, and hopefully mm. you'll ask. Yeah, feel free to ask me questions in the future or sure. even, even later. Um, because I, I think it's really nice to have these these debates, healthy debates. Yeah. You know? uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter who, you know, if 
if the winner's female or male, it doesn't it doesn't matter, does it? Sure. It just no. is that that per, that person has done a great job to win the race. No, the, the thing is, right, um, so everyone at the moment's saying, oh, yeah, great, females won, rah, rah, rah. And, yeah, I think it's really cool that it's happened, personally. I thought her answer was even cooler. However, if then later on we hear that four or five or even one horse died, that changes things a bit, doesn't it? It then becomes, mm. I think that's what's happened before. And then I'll feel guilty, you see, that I put a bet on. And this is where I'm at with it, you know, because it's like a, a family thing. It was something we always used to look forward to. Um, and then I did stop for quite a few years. And, and this is the first time I've done it again. But I just hope no horses die. Otherwise, I will feel guilty, mm. won't I? I'm just being honest. I mean, mm. um, yeah, I can see the vulgarity in it and the money side of it. But like you said, at the same time, it's like a history. I, I really don't know. Um, I saw Culture Club um, about five or six years ago at um, a race course. And um, it was an interesting mix of Culture Club fans and racing people. <laughs> In the toilets was very interesting. You could tell there was somebody like with the, all their um, racing gear on next to somebody with a bit of like a bloke with a bit of makeup and a hat on <laughs> I thought that mm. was hysterical and had I not been in the news I would have probably tried to sneak a picture in but I thought mm. oh, that's going into other territory in it if I got caught um but yeah it was such an interesting mix because all the culture club fans are usually pretty friendly and nice you know and the, the racing lot you could tell they were a bit more you know forthright should we say um, that was at a race course, and Boy George said that his dad was a big uh, gambler, and he'd put a bet on. And um, I was a bit surprised with that because he's uh, lived like a vegetarian lifestyle, and I, I, I thought he would. I was a bit surprised that they were performing at a race course in the first place. I thought he would be a bit anti that, but I mean, you can be vegan and still into stuff like that, I guess. Well, of course, of course, of course. Have you? Um, there's a new show on Netflix called Sea Spiracy. And it's all about um, fishing on a large on a large scale, like okay. um, com commercial fishing. And on this um, documentary, there's this guy who um, is from Ramsgate. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, it's from Ramsgate. <laughs> You've got Ramsgate issues. I can sense. Have it. you been to Ramsgate? <laughs> Have you been to Ramsgate? Um, anyway, so he's from Ramsgate, and him and his partner sort of went to Japan to film the sort of the fishing industry and how apparently there's no such thing as sustainable fishing yeah and they kill like there's shots and film footage of dolphins being killed oh, um yeah and it's so corrupt like the, the logo that appears on the side of tuna cans the msc logo yeah is actually doesn't really mean much and um uh fish fishermen can get these licenses and say that they didn't catch any dolphins and they're dolphin friendly but actually it's a downright lie yeah um so that was quite interesting and i've got i just thought oh do you know what? i've got a couple of salmon steaks in the freezer <laughs> <laughs> i do um, love salmon i must admit oh no i do but it made me feel so guilty i mean now i'm gonna i'm gonna obviously eat the salmon in my freezer but i'm gonna be a bit more mindful and i don't eat fish that much but i do eat it yeah. Um, am I you... going to stop eating fish? Where I... do you sit with the whole? Because I know that you're sort of well, vegetarian, I'd say, but I, I don't know what. 
Where are uh, you? At? Yeah, I, I am more vegetarian. I do occasionally eat fish. Yeah. I do eat fish. Um, vegetarian or vegan or a mix? Vegetarian, but I I suppose they call it flexitarian, okay. don't they? But I, like I think that. that I don't know. It sounds a bit. Mm, don't know. Um, I'd say I'm a flexitarian, I'm, virgin on the meat, more on the meat. On the meat. But I mm. do actually have meals without meat because I I couldn't give up. Well, I mean, I probably could. So it's a stupid thing to say. I re- I love meat and I wish I didn't. Um, I've got many friends. Most of my friends actually are vegetarian or vegan, funny enough. Mm. Um, and it's not a problem. You know, if they come around, I'll just make a vegetarian meal for all of us, usually. Mm. Or or not, or just include them in some way. Or I'll, I'll certainly make it from a fresh. You know, I'm not just going to get an old Linda McCartney sausage and shove it in the, the oven. I was nearly said the freezer. Do you know, <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what, Dan? It's been so long, I'd even have an old Linda McCartney sausage. <laughs> Bet you would. I haven't, I haven't had a bit of action for bloody ages. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, that whole flexibility, thing that you mentioned I feel that ties in for me with a bit how I non-binary how I feel about that um I'm quite flexible about a lot of things and I think we're all made up of contradictions aren't we and um I'm very aware of that you know um and I think nothing is set in stone you can change your mind you know yeah this time next year I might be a full-on vegan Mm. Um, you never know I'm, not, I'm certainly open to it uh, but what I realize I can do right now is I can reduce my meat consumption mm. so so for me that's like a stepping stone you know um, I'm not ready to to make the full commitment I understand that it's not sustainable the way we're going on and I've really enjoyed going to festivals like Shambhala where they made a decision to make the whole festival vegetarian so mm. all the food stalls were just vegetarian they were educating people about trying new foods and i really enjoyed that i didn't have a problem and i didn't miss any of the meat some people did funny enough because they did it after the tickets went on sale now on the forum richard and i were laughing there was quite a few and i, I could see why they might be angry it you know perhaps they well, should i've got um up front. i've got a question for you oh lovely oh, lovely didn't you um didn't you take some chorizo to that little festival darling Oh my god, I forgot I told you that. I did. So you were allowed to take some meat, you know, we're allowed to take meat in. Okay, and just because I'm a little bit on the naughty side, I thought, wouldn't it be funny to take some chorizo in and just chop it up and offer people some and see their reactions? Which I did, and most people just whopped it up, didn't they? Uh yes. <laughs> a, few pe- a few people just looked embarrassed and looked away. <laughs> Brilliant, no, I, brilliant. I mean, uh, yeah that's just my personality really um little devil mm. a little devil mm-hmm. yeah but no i'm i'm not one of these people that would have uh i was with another friend actually funny enough and um he's a, a welshman a straight welshman and mm. he went back to his camper van and um i asked where he'd gone to my friend she said oh he's <laughs> He's just gone back to stuff a bit of meat in his mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Because she's vegetarian, you know, she it was great for her. And um, I'll, say it, I'll say it again, Jamie, it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that he made a special trip back just to, like, shove some ham or, or beef in or something. <laughs> Do you remember that horrid ham that looked like bears? 
it was like I call it washing machine ham. It'd be they're like in the shape yes, of yes, um, I do, yeah, or a bit of an or a bit of an egg, a slice of egg in it. How do they do that? Well, I just presumed that was for children, so I never bought any. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember seeing it. Yeah, yeah. It, they, don't they horrid. do? They do vegetarian versions of that, don't they? Or... Mm, corn slices. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of corn. I must say. No, I don't mind it. I'm okay with tofu and everything. The actual brand corn one, I'm, I don't really like. Um, I love the the cauldron, cauldron range and Linda McCartney's, and there's some really good. But let's face it, actually, funny you should say this. No, you didn't say this. <laughs> I just said that. Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> so. <laughs> Are you talking to yourself, darling? I think so. I think I just had a conversation with myself. A senior <laughs> moment. <laughs> How entertaining we've become. Anyway, so if I'm invited to a barbecue, which I hope many of you will be inviting me to a barbecue this year in your lovely gardens, um, mm. I actually take vegetarian burgers because I prefer them. I'm not a big fan of uh, burgers, never have been. So I'm quite happily, happily, oh my God, I'm quite happy to sit there. And, I, and I, that's something I've always done. But I'm also the, the person that would buy a vegetarian sausage and wrap some bacon around it. <laughs> and that's my way of cutting down, you <laughs> see. I can see your, I can see your theory of that, I suppose. Yeah, you are, you are. Cutting down, that's good. I am cutting. It's no denying that I'm cutting down. Mm. However, perhaps I'm missing the point. I think think at least you're trying. At least we're all trying. We're all trying. Yeah, I'm conscious of it. I think that's a good place to be. It's a good start, Mm. isn't it? Mm. You know, but Mm. if I had to give everything up, I and just choose one. I think I would actually choose salmon. Yeah, I like salmon. And it's got your name in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay next moving on maybe you could start this so putting down drag queens flamboyancy versus camp we were going to talk about oh we had well we had this conversation the other day didn't we we did we went to uh, for a little trip didn't we and we sat by the river with a couple of uh tinnies discussing what we're going to talk about in the podcast maybe um because we like the idea of having some themes another freestyle so it is a bit of a mix anyway we sat there with a couple of old tinnies didn't we posh tinnies um we were, we were just dancing with life weren't we darling chewing the the cud. chewing the cud mm. can you say chewing the cud oh that's not very very or is it chewing the cud it's chewing the cud. It is the cud. Chewing the cud. Yes. So mm. we were doing that, weren't we? we were chewing around life <laughs> with a little drink. Mm. And actually, by a, I think we were sat in a church, weren't we, by the river? And there was some sort of St Mary's we, thing overlooking us. We were sat. Yes, it was. Wasn't the um, the peace statue or something of Bath or the something? All, she, all she, was I ever, know she was is, ever so nice. All as I know is she had because it started to rain a little. She had some cover over her, and we we had nothing. <laughs> she had it going on. Yeah. She, she, she's, and she was right by the river. She had a lovely little spot there, didn't she? We had a lovely old time, didn't we? Had a few sandwiches and a few this, we that, did. the other, and a lovely, lovely old day. I really mm. enjoyed that. Um, and 
we started talking about um well you started talking about the whole you don't like the whole drag race so like let's start with drag race uk have you seen that mm. show or the, the, the american one I've, I've seen snippets of both i i don't really like rupaul's drag race i yeah. think and that may be controversial to say that but that's just my opinion i, I don't like the glamorizing of bitchiness um I prefer the British version because I quite like the sort of, I suppose, want a different word, camp humour. Um, and it's not so polished as the American version. I think the American version's been going too long. Um, that's my personal view. What do you What do you think? I'm with you there. I'm, I didn't see it for a long time. I heard people talking about it um, and I tried to... I tried to watch some of the American ones and it, like you said, it was a bit polished. I didn't really gel with it. Uh, so I didn't watch, but when we, when the British one started and we had like bagger, bagger chip, bag chip. And, and who was the other DeCampo, Divina DeCampo, is it? Not, G- did you say, did you say Gino DeCampo? I think so. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, anyway, here's my gay card back or my, my non-binary mm. exclusive mm. card. Um, so yeah, I'm with you actually. I'm not a big fan of the American polished one because I think they're all very serious, um, really good. I, I, to me, mm. I love the British one because you see them being broken down over time, and they've they start really opening up and telling you what got them into it, their struggles, their stories. Maybe I can just relate to the British once a bit more i mean it's very different isn't it drag in england has a, a long history um but it's also very different from the american side of things you know if you put um rapport it, it was going in the 90s yeah i think it was mm. the first time i heard of them so rapport against um lily savage over here who was also going in the 90s yeah you take those two they are so different but the same very different at the, you, you know what I mean? They're basically doing the same mm. sort of job, aren't they? But uh, would Lily Savage uh, work in America? Probably uh, not, mainly because we can understand her. Exactly. Liverpudlian. But I, I, um, I, I prefer Julian Clary. Oh, Ju- do you know he loves a, Julian? He loves nothing more than a a warm hand upon his entrance mm, <laughs> I bet I've seen Julian many times yeah I, I'm with you I don't know how you, how you could not like Julian no he's an interesting yeah. character I read his book as well uh, what was that like what... it, I enjoyed it very much he talked very openly about his boyfriend um, who died and yeah it wasn't as funny as you think it might be you find think it was a book full of jokes and there was a lot of humor in it don't get me wrong mm. but there's a real serious side to julian a real thoughtful side that, that came across and that's something that you don't he doesn't normally show what well, i don't think mm. Mm. i think when he's doing julian and all the slap i think there's a certain guard up isn't there it's because he's he's that's his act isn't it he's he comes mm. across as yeah, I'm a massive Julian fan, actually. He's not nasty, and that's no. what leads me on to 
that leads me into drag queens, I suppose, because yeah. there's, there's there's times when I've um, seen drag queens that use um, cheap humour. So you know they, they may be wearing. Down. They put people down. Yeah. I was at this um, Pride festival in Isle of Wight, and there's this drag queen. I don't know what their name was, but they were taking the Mickey out of this. Um, do people still sell that? Take the Mickey. Anyway, yeah. they're ripping. Ripping it out of this guy um, of how he looked, and yeah. they wouldn't stop. And I just thought, okay, enough now. This guy's getting conscious, and you've not stopped taking him. Ripping it out of this guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's just not okay. That's not, not okay clever to... comedy to me. If you no. if your act is just about putting somebody down to make yourself feel better or to get a laugh out of it, that's not clever to me. No. Some, something like Lily Savage or Gillian Clary would do is far cleverer than that. Because they don't need, I mean, if you took the makeup off, the wig off, yeah. the outfit off, they'll still be funny. Yes. And Paul O'Grady still is funny, still yeah. very much himself. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got cramp. Oh, I thought you were going to say cramps Ooh. then. Glad you said mm. cramp. <laughs> <laughs> cramp? Isn't got, that what yeah, old men got, get? I know, but I'm 38 now. Um, Are you? Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Staring into the eyes of 40, darling. So we're about, but, yeah, 10, no. years, we're about 10 years apart. Oh, I know. Isn't anyway, it lovely? What anyway, a joy. I know. Anyway, back to you. and your, Back to me. Back to you and your um, drag race story. Yes. So well, I don't know where I was going with it. I was wittering on. Well, we, um, when we were on that old bench, we were, if you remember, we were talking about um, that we... We were talking about the word camp, which you mentioned earlier, uh, yeah. and how that's got such a negative connotation yeah. in England anyway. Um, it, it's like you could be camp on TV in the 70s, 80s and get away with it. But you know, like, that's what it is. And I think when people refer to, because I used to be referred to as camp, and I would yeah. be, I would say I'm slight, would be slightly offended with the word camp because it's theatrical it's like, like you said you said you, you reference the tv to theater all those sort of things whereas i would say i'm naturally more sort of flamboyant slash i don't know like um naturally um effeminate i suppose for wanting yeah. another word i yeah. don't know any of these words no because if you, i remember now it's all coming back to me to quote the Celine Dion song, um, <laughs> it I said I I the the word flamboyant for me feels a bit more like who I am. Mm. It's quite fitting for me, and I think you said um, you. I think you were all right with the word effeminate, weren't you? And I and mm. I said to me that I'd be more offended by that if somebody thought I was effeminate. Not that I've got a problem with it. But I don't, it's just not how I feel. I feel more flamboyant as a person. That word just seems to describe me better of how I match how I feel. Than yeah, I suppose the word that I would use is more sort of non-gender conforming. Yeah. Because I, because I flow, I feel like I flow between masculine and feminine. So I don't yeah. like to, I wouldn't like to sort of put my, put myself in one, one box, you know. I don't, I feel a bit uncomfortable with any of those boxes, really. Yeah. Um. But that's why it's the, great talking about it all. Mm, but the box I do feel comfortable is uh, is a sort of non-gender conforming box, I suppose, a non-binary box like we like we've spoken about in the past. Um, yeah, and there are yeah. 
none of those boxes on forms, are they? No. To fill in. <laughs> no. Really? Um, like we, it, the England's just done a few weeks ago the census, and I think there was some controversy on that, wasn't there? It was changed. Was it changed? I so think it was updated. Mm. I can't remember now. I can't remember either. Yeah. But um, back to the drag thing. Yeah, I um, I do love going to see some drag. I'm not obsessed by it by any means. I love really good drag performers. Like I said, I would go and see in the in the day Lily Savage, Julian Clary. I've seen several times. Although he's not really drag, is he? He's not really drag, no. no. You know, he's he probably could do drag very well, actually, if he wanted to. Couldn't he's, he? he's still a performer, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Um, Whereas, I just think if it. I think if a performer is good, then they're good regardless of what they're wearing, what they've got, what makeup they've got on, whatever it is. If they can perform and they've got that talent, then that is just the talent, isn't it? It's not, it's not the makeup or the hair or whatever. Exactly. Um, although some of the, the makeup and hair things that they do are incredible, so creative. It's amazing, yeah. yeah. Um, did, so in the 90s, I remember going to see most Sundays in Bristol at a pub called The Elephant, which I pointed out to you, didn't I, on a wall? Oh, The Elephant. Yeah, it was a pink old pub, um, you know, like The Elephant in the Road. <laughs> mm. um, and every Sunday they would get uh, drag performers down, old school drag performers from London. So I got to see a lot of them that way, you know, loads of the old ones. I mean, some of them weren't so good and some were really good but it was all very very bitchy a, a lot of them i must say were put down ones they would just go point out the audience and and uh, do you remember that do you remember that madonna song dear jesse with pink elephants and lemonade yes. Isn't that bonkers? yeah oh. i loved that what made you think of that because you said pink elephants oh pink well, elephants yeah you said the, you said the uh pink elephant didn't you what it was called or it's called the elephant but it, it was it was pink, wasn't it? It was painted, painted pink. pink. So I building. said the pink elephant in the road, rather than is it a play on the pink elephant, the, the elephant in the lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I reckon we should uh, play out with that song. You know, I think we've quite an odd lifestyle. It's a bit odd. Do you remember the video? But I love. But I like it. This we do play odd things. I mean, we've had Diana Dawes, yeah. dear. So, yeah, Diana Dawes. But I love mm. how that how we were talking about something completely different, and then that chipped in. And then spark sparked a song. I think that's mm. what this podcast is about. I love that love idea. It. Are you happy to play, dear Jesse? Of course. Fabulous. Of course. Let's play that.
During lockdown, Sam and I and a few other people, um, we made a video for the next Flux song called Divulge. It was all very safe um, and you are allowed to make videos. I did check it all out. Um, we, we did film it separately and there was a, we're in a, you know, it was all, it was all tickety-boo. So don't worry about that. Don't get your knickers in a twist about that. Don't want any letters. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah. We have been posting uh, a few shots of you in your snaky tights, and um, mm -hmm. we got some really great shots out of it as well, didn't we? We really had fun. Good. It was good fun. I mean, it was it was a quite a long day, wasn't it? And felt knackered. It was exhausting. Yeah, it was exhausting, but it was just lovely just to be out and about doing creative stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was our second video in lockdown with Flux. Mm. Obviously, you were in Handbag Punk. The mm. first one we released, and we we all did that remotely. So none of us, that wasn't like shooting a video, really, was it? That was just shooting separate parts and putting it all together. Mm. But this was a felt a bit more proper video shoot. I mean, normally all of us would have been in the same room, but we we still had to break it up. But uh, we were together, and um, yeah, I love. So I've, you haven't seen the video, have you? No. Um, I haven't shown it to you. I haven't even played you the final version of the song, I don't think. No. No, no. no. I really kept you in the dark. I'm darling, <laughs> darling. Really sorry. Um, well, so we're nearly finished with the video. I finished my part and then I sent it to Richard and he's de-stressing it and doing other bits to it at the moment. Um, so it's still in a very much collaborative phase. The song's finished and had its first play on the Electrowave show on Artifactor Radio. On one Friday of one of our fans one of our fans contacted us and told me that they've listened to it and thought it was fantastic. Did that's they? good. Oh, mm. wow. oh that's good. Um mm. 
so yeah it will start trickling through it's released on april the 30th um and we've got a few weeks promo so we'll uh, then we'll do a, a premiere of the video i think or a couple of days after so maybe i don't know third or fourth of may or something mm. um but i'll show it to you beforehand if you like lovely um, nice. this next song is the brand new track from my electronic duo called flux and it's called divulge
Why don't you share it? Talk about it. Tell your mates. Go on. You know you want to. The next Handbag Punk show will be going out to you on the 13th of May. And I do hope you can tune in. Until then, TTFN, my darlings. <laughs>